Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Lauren Robinson, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the fan, WFAN. Welcome to the program. I'm Lori Rubinson talking sports, having fun with you here on the fan at 877-337-6666. Producing tonight, it is... Mr. Connor Green, Emmanuel Barbera, he's on the updates. Marco Belletti will have you for your overnight. Uh, that's starting at 1 o'clock. We got four hours, people. Four hours of fun. And I'll tell you what, based on some of the chatter that's been swirling around on Twitter, uh, people at me, uh, I kind of am changing some of what I'm going to do to open up the show. I'll just tell you right now, I'm going to be playing the part. We're going to do a little acting job here. I'm going to play the part of Steve Cohen and Hal Steinbrenner. So the part typically played by Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, will be played by Lori Rubinson sitting here in the captain's chair here at WFAN. In terms of the guest tonight, we got three good ones. Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic on the Jets. Hall of Fame inductions for the Jets this weekend, and they had the Hall of Fame game. They played their first preseason game, so a little bit of action there. We'll get a little check-in on uh, position battles and all the latest out of Jets camp. And then coming up, that's at 10.20, coming up at 11.15, Art Stapleton, the great Art Stapleton from the record, going to join me. On the Giants and the latest there, position battles this week. Giants are going to be uh, having uh, playing the Lions in a preseason game. That's less interesting. What is interesting is two teams are going to be practicing together, and you learn a lot in those. So we'll talk to Art about that. And then coming up in the midnight hour, 1215, Dave Lennon from Newsday is going to join me on the Yankees and Mets, the trade deadline. And my question for Dave off the top of the show, and this will flow into um, some of my, uh, my acting, is which New York team had a better approach at the trade deadline? Trade deadline was this week. When I was on the air last weekend, we were talking about, you know, what are the Mets going to do? What are the Yankees going to do? All this sort of stuff. And, you know, uh, we saw some of the moves that were happening and finalized by Tuesday. So who had a better 
approach at the trade deadline, Yankees or Mets? That's a question I'm going to ask Dave Lennon. I ask it also to you. Which team basically did the trade deadline better relative to where they were and expectations? The Yankees stayed the course. They did virtually nothing. They decided they were close enough to compete for a wild card spot. They had just gotten Aaron Judge back. Felt like, all right, they're going to get Nestor Cortez back. That just happened. And Jonathan Luizaga. And they thought, all right, so we have one of the best players in all of baseball coming back. We have a pitcher who was an all-star last year. We have a reliever in Luizaga who has great stuff. And... So the only thing they did is they brought in a middle reliever, Keenan Middleton, who actually uh, was terrific on Sunday. And that's what the Yankees did. One middle reliever they added. Other than that, didn't do anything. The Mets decided, they took a look and said, we are, are we going to compete for that last wild card spot? There's a lot of teams. There are teams ahead of us. There are teams playing better than us. And they basically, they threw in the towel. They took a look at the season. I mean, they hoped, I guess, Steve Cohen hoped that the team would play well, even with trading off a lot of veteran talent. But he accepted. He took a look and essentially admitted that the plan this year has not worked out that it was time to make a new plan, that it was enough games into this season to take a look and say that with aging pitching in particular, aging starting pitching in particular, with 39-year-old Max Scherzer, 40-year-old Justin Verlander, that to think that this team was going to have a chance to win a World Series, which is the ultimate goal, seemed very unlikely that there was something wrong. They lost Edwin Diaz to start the season. The bullpen, therefore, everyone slotted into different roles, as well as David Robertson was pitching. It threw off their plans for their bullpen. The injuries, the age, the suspensions, all of that with the starting rotation, the step-backs from a couple of their own younger pitchers, all of it made a flawed, bad underperforming starting rotation that was supposed to be the strength of this Mets team. And they took a look and said, all right, we don't think it's very likely. I think at the time they they sold, fan graphs may have given them, it was anywhere from like, I don't know, it was roughly 15% chance of making the postseason. Not winning the World Series. That was just simply getting a, a wild card. And so if you have about an, I think it was, maybe it was a 17% chance. If you have an over 80% chance that you are not going to make the wild card, then is it a smart strategy to stay the course on this season? Or is the smart strategy to admit, even if it is humbling, even if you're going to take a lot of heat for it because you have the most expensive roster in the history of baseball, and you know everybody's going to make you eat it, Is it the right thing to say, 
this team is going it, it is just it's very it's unlikely they make a wild card and even and if they do unlikely they go anywhere and the sensible choice is that this team's not going to win a World Series this year, and then next year this old team is going to be an old pitching staff a year older. It's even less likely they're going to be healthy and effective. So the right thing is to sell off veterans, get younger, and then use next offseason to rebuild that rotation and build it younger. That was the Mets strategy. So which approach do you like better? Relative to their team. It doesn't have to be that they would both have done the same thing because it, it, what matters is, is it the right strategy for where you are? But which team do you think did the deadline better, the trade deadline better? Yankees or Mets? 877-337-6666. You can hit me up on Twitter at... L. Rubinson, R-U-B-I-N-S-O-N, at L. Rubinson on Twitter. You can hit me up on threads, Lori Rubinson there. I will look for comments. But who did the deadline better? Now, for the part of, (laughs) as I said, I thought I was going to do simply um, address that question, talk about the games today, um, in particular, you know, with the Yankees, It was pretty eventful. Carlos Rodon out there and tweaked a hamstring, had to come out of the game. By the time he tweaked a hamstring and had to come out of the game, uh, he had already put the Yankees in a hole. Had already given up a couple of home runs and left the Yankees, um, you know, already down 5-0. So, there you have Carlos Rodon. That's a story. Because the Yankees may not go anywhere this season. We, right now, we, you know, every day they look, um, you know, they fall further, they, they keep falling further behind. And the problem is that when you do find yourself in August and you're, you know, it's not like a million games back. They still have a shot at a wild card, but they're four and a half games back. Four and a half games back of the wild card of teams like Tampa Bay, Houston, and Toronto, and even Seattle. And are you going to, they're going to play teams, they're going to be able, especially the ones in their division, be able to try and make up ground but they're after today's loss, they're five and a half back. Uh, they're four and a half back of Toronto. They're five and a half back of Houston, and eight and a half back of of Toronto of uh, Tampa Bay for that first wild card spot. So, um, how confident are you that the Yankees are going to vault themselves into that spot? And especially if we see, you know, Carlos Rodon. Not only does he need to be healthy and pitch the $160 million man, but he needs to be effective. Severino, obviously, he just makes me want to cry when he pitches because it's sad right now how lost he looks. So Severino is, is, a, is a sad case and looks lost. Rodon, 
you know, Michael Kay said it in the game today on Yes that, well, with Rodon and all the injuries he's had, you know, think of this right now is is really almost like his spring, you know, spring training and getting back into shape. It's like April form for him. Well, be that as it may, you know, how about um, Urquidy out of Houston, who the Yankees faced today? He looked good at first. It was his first start back. He ended up giving up five runs. He looked good the first couple of innings, and then the Yankees got, uh, you know, got to him. But every team's got similar stories and issues. Nobody's going to be um, cutting you slack. You're four and a half games back of a wild card. You got to start winning and beating these types of teams. So, I. I don't want to really hear that it's, uh, you know, I understand the point, but it's August. The Yankees are four and a half back and can't really afford for guys to be, you know, playing their way into uh, midseason form at some point. This can't be uh, spring training. They, they're paying Rodon enough. They need him to deliver now. And I know he wants it. I know he's trying. I know he feels terrible. I don't hold the whole, like, walk off the mound, you know, chef's kiss to the fans thing against him. It isn't even a... You can tell this guy cares and wants it. He's, like, embarrassed. Feels terrible. But two and two-thirds innings, five runs, two home runs, and then the guy who already has had injury problems in his career, was already a concern, who now we know has this like chronic back issue that put him on the injured list for a chunk of this season. So already we were concerned about the out years of this contract. What's it going to look like in two or three years? Well, if you're not getting good value in year one, if he's pitching to an ERA over seven in year one, then I think you're pretty concerned. So here are the Yankees and their plan at the deadline, and there are the Mets with theirs. And I want to go, as I said, I had some uh, some listeners, followers on social here who are very um, unhappy, very unhappy, about how Steve Cohen handled the deadline. And I've seen a lot of Mets fans, and I'm going to go right here, is there's somebody named History Teacher on on Twitter here who is sending me notes saying, and the complaint essentially, one of the big complaints against Steve Cohen is, and, and I am sympathetic, by the way, to Mets fans on this. The complaint is, how could he bail on the team and essentially quit in the middle of the season here? What is he saying? What does that say? What's the message to fans who purchase season tickets, bought tickets thinking they were going to see a team that had a chance to compete for a playoff berth, had a chance to, to, to compete for the postseason and, and potentially win a World Series, all that sort of stuff, uh, thought they were 
buying tickets and maybe they'd see Justin Verlander pitch or maybe they'd see Max Scherzer, they'd see a star, all of that. So they want, they, they don't understand why the media also is not asking Steve Cohen this question. And I said, I'll play the role of it here. Because to me, number one, here's what Steve Cohen, if I were Steve Cohen, here's, here's what I'd say. First of all, I just wrote a nice note to all of my season ticket holders. And you might not like it, but essentially, you know, first of all, I apologized. I do. Apologizing to the fans. I'm sorry this season hasn't gone the way it should have. The way I expected it to. If I'm being really honest with you, if I'm Steve Cohen, I'm thinking, I spent like $345 million on this team. It wasn't, in terms of my effort here, it wasn't because I didn't spend or didn't care. I had a 101-win Mets team last year. I had a whole bunch of free agents pitchers leaving. And so I did the best I could to go out there and rebuild this pitching staff with free agents. And I spent like crazy. But here's something that we learned. We learned that, you know what? Banking on 39 and 40-year-old pitchers to carry your team and be the foundation of it is not a smart strategy. Justin Verlander, while pitching effectively right now, a lot of the metrics that you look at it, he is not striking guys out as much. He is not as effective. I still think he's a good pitcher, but he's 40 years old. How good do we feel about him He was already, he missed time this year because of injury. How good do we feel about getting a full season and postseason out of a 41-year-old Justin Verlander? And how do we feel, Max Scherzer, there are plenty of pitchers who have been more effective this season than Max Scherzer that are going to be free agents in the offseason. And Max Scherzer is going to be a year older So don't fall for the name. Respect him like crazy. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame, of course. But right now, this season and planning for next, when we hope to be competitive, don't fall for all the nonsense about the Mets are not going to be competitive next year. They might not spend $345 million and have the biggest payroll in the history of the sport. But I will be shocked This is me talking, not Steve Cohen. If I'm Steve Cohen, I'll tell you. We are going after free agent pitchers. If I'm Lori Rubinson, I am telling you. The Mets are going after free agent pitchers in the offseason. They just, if I were advising the president of baseball operations, whoever that will be next season for the New York Mets or Steve Cohen, I will be advising them to go after guys who are under 35 years old. Rebuild a younger starting rotation that you can feel more confident about and don't give long-term deals to guys with big injury histories note to brian cashman on carlos rodan now the question with the yankees that's fascinating and then i promise we'll grab a break and head right to your calls or answer some of these comments from uh from twitter from social the problem for the yankees And if I was really being honest about it with Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman, if I was sitting in the room with them, 
My question to them is, or my point to them would be, you have to stop making moves that are reactionary or a panic move. When you don't, when you don't sign Shohei Otani, you overreact, you panic over it, and you turn around and you trade for Giancarlo Stanton, your old buddy Derek Jeter, and 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 everybody at the time is thinking, oh, the Yankees, and you're you know Cashman, you're thinking, hey, we fleeced Jeter, we didn't give up very much for Stanton, and meanwhile, there's Jeter, a step ahead of you, understanding that not only could he not carry that contract with the Marlins, but that in time, Stanton was going to age and that that was a contract that was not going to age well. There's four more years on that Stanton contract. And right now, Connor Green could easily beat him running third to home. Rounding the bases, if you're, if you're giving me, I got 100 bucks and I can put it on Connor Green or Giancarlo Stanton, I feel pretty confident. And no offense to Stanton, no offense to Stanton. Not trying to be a jerk here. He's a, a large man who gets hurt a lot. And he obviously either does not feel confident running the bases, is unable to run the bases, is afraid he's going to pop some soft tissue injury running the bases. And so that display over the weekend, run, uh, rounding third and trotting, jogging, strolling, sashaying into home plate and being thrown out by, I don't know, 15 feet, was pathetic. They have four more seasons after this one with that Stanton contract on the books clogging the designated hitter spot, giving you no versatility whatsoever. Or you can play him in the outfield, I guess, and see what happens and wait for him to go on the injury list there too. But that was... A reactionary move because they they thought they were sure the Yankees. They were going to get Otani. Truth serum time from Hal and Cashman. Thought I was getting him. Thought he was going to be a Yankee. Didn't get him. Plan B. Make a big splash. And sign uh, and trade for Stanton. And then what happens? We fast forward. They should have traded for Luis Castillo this past offseason. They did not do that. Uh, Not this past offseason, last year's trade deadline. They did not do that. Instead, can't get him. Plan B, we go for Frankie Montas, who has been injured the entire time. How that, uh, I don't understand. Yankees have all the medical personnel in the world in New York City, the best City for healthcare technology that you could find. Frankie Montas comes over, he's injured. And then what happens? Because Montas is injured, we get into this offseason and you can't rely on him. 
And now they go and sign Carlos Rodon to a long... Signing might have been one thing. Maybe a three-year deal you could have done? A six-year deal? Did you really? Were there other teams out there offering that long a contract to Carlos Rodon? I don't know. Maybe there were. But it just feels like with the Yankees, it's one move after another that is a reaction to something else. And at a certain point, I believe at a certain point, you have to be realistic. You have to assess where you are. And mistakes or situations or problems or limitations of your team, your organization, what you've done in the past, that is a sunk cost. It's already happened. It's not changing. It's not going away. You can't do that. What happened yesterday, the day before, the month before, the year before, I I can't redo that. I can only move forward. That's a problem with Brian Cashman and with the Yankees and their strategy. Don't overreact. Don't panic react. Buyers or sellers at the deadline or stay put and do nothing. What was the right approach? Who did the deadline better? Mets or Yankees? 877-337-6666. Sixty-six. Uh, let's see. We've got Frank and George and AJ and Riley. Quick break. Back with your calls. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.